stupid one click where what do what with who i don't i i'll get a virus are you ready i was born ready okay coming up today on this is true really news battered sprouts if you're concerned for the safety of sprouts this is your show please like subscribe and follow this is true really news technically if you're concerned about sprouts this probably isn't your show why when's the last time you hugged a tree what when's the last time you hugged a tree Uh uh-huh carry on last summer yeah but drinking doesn't count we had to take down that big tree in our front yard sorry what did you just lift it out again super dude yeah oh yeah oh yeah and then i pounded it on the ground a few times it all broke up and we sent it to the wood chipper. We had wood fire. We had wood for our fireplace for the rest of that winter. I tell you what. In any case, you can leave a comment wherever you see or hear us, or you can find a story we might like and send that to us via TITR at netradio.network. This is true, really news with Scott Combs and Tony Vercanis. All the news you're about to hear is true. Really? As far as you know. Speaking of finding a story we might like. This is from as the headline that my sister-in-law put on it when she sent it to me. Thank you, Michelle. Only in Colorado. A homeowner was surprised by an unexpected visitor clattering a puck upon his roof in Boulder County. Raccoon? No. Eagle? No, his house had attracted not Santa, not reindeer, not a raccoon, an eagle. Wildlife officers visiting the home figured out how to get a rambunctious ram off the home. Oh, and if it was happy, it was like him doing a tap dance on your head. Is anybody wondering how the heck a mountain goat got up there? Have you seen what mountain goats can do? It's no yeah, that's wonder true. a mountain goat that's true. Up there. He would climb up the inside of the elevator shaft and not need the <laughs> elevator. Right. The Colorado Parks and Wildlife folks posted to X that the officers observed the bighorn sheep make his way down to the deck. Oh, I hope the video... I don't know. Officers said they hoped he would be able to figure out how to make it down on his own. But after a day and a half of monitoring the situation, officers determined he needed a nudge. This is always the tricky part, I'm guessing. Good luck, he's more likely to attack you. When a portion of the home's deck railing was cut away to give the ram an exit, Okay. Uh, CPW said the sheep was finally able to leave the deck, but not before he had one more moment of fame. Yes, the sheep was finally able to leave the house, but he stopped by our trail cam for one last long look at goodbye. Thank you. Thank not you only is he a little lost sheep, he's a ham. <laughs> so I mean, he's, he's a ham. He's a sheep pig. So <laughs> he's not sheepish. No. This from Patrick Reed. By the way, Colorado State University was really impressed. I bet they were. They're the Rams. Are they? Yep. Are they going to go stand on people's roofs? Hmm. Hmm. Let's get over. They did change the picture to the the Ram, though. Okay. Why? To which see, well, because it's a Ram. Oh, okay. So they changed their X profile to the Ram. CBW comically agreed, you better. Mm. Proof that the college kids were much more fun than government agencies. From Patrick Reed, 
A fish and chips shop has put battered sprouts on the menu for Christmas. But customers say, leaf it out. Customers really say that? Some No, some editor let that go. That's just how oh. bad written journalism has become. Written? Yes. It's not alone. <laughs> the dish was an, is an unholy sight for many, but some say they look heavenly. I would think. Manager Michael Dodd admitted it was a controversial move, but hoped to make converts out of some customers. Portions containing 8 to 10 deep-fried battered sprouts cost pound eighty. I'd eat those. I like sprouts. So, yeah. Well, you don't have to like them. I like my vegetables run through the cow. <laughs> Michael said, a lot of people do turn up their noses, but I would recommend them to anyone because they are lovely. His almighty codfish and chips shop. Quick note, fish and chips shop is often referred to as a chip shop or chippy, just so you know. Yeah. This shop in Hartlepool is also serving deep fried versions of pigs in a blanket pork and stuffing balls, and even mince pies. Well, but one online user said of the Sprouts, it's a disgrace to the chippy name. Another declared it's just wrong on so many levels. However, a third commented, oh, I need these. A fourth added, sounds and looks quite tasty. Over three million Brits will eat chips instead of roast potatoes with their Christmas dinner according to a recent poll. So apparently... I have no problem with that. Yeah, Brits take uh, their chips very seriously. I'm a little curious about the name of the place again. Yeah, where, where is it? Let's Almighty go Cod. Almighty <laughs> Cod Fish and Chips. <laughs> I think that's fantastic. Huh. I'm still ruminating. <laughs> I'm thinking about it. There a, US, a U.S. senator has called for a government investigation into the impact on national security of garlic imports from China. I want this to be funny, but it just seems more sad. Republican Senator Rick Scott, oh, that makes it better, was written to the Commerce, has written to the Commerce Secretary claiming Chinese garlic is unsafe, citing unsanitary production methods. I don't know. I mean, I look at how they've cleaned up the air around China, and that they haven't done anything about that. Exactly. China is the world's biggest exporter of fresh and chilled garlic, and the U.S. is a major consumer because, well, China doesn't want vampires, and neither do we. But the one trade thing is, we agree on. Yeah, the trade is, that's about the end of it. Well, you know, and Arnold Biden's cute. But the trade has been controversial for many years. The U.S. has accused China of dumping garlic on the market at below cost price. Okay. To... Lower their prices? I, 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 since the mid, I don't know, to, to oh, crush oh, the competitors? Yeah, maybe run some competitors out. Okay. Since the mid-90s, it's levied heavy tariffs on taxes or taxes on Chinese imports to prevent U.S. producers from being priced out of the market. In mm -hmm. 2019, during the Trump administration, the tariffs are hiked again. In his letter, the senator refers to these existing concerns, but he goes on to highlight a severe public health concern over the quality and safety of garlic grown in foreign countries, most notably in communist China. He refers to practices which he says have been well-documented in videos, cooking blogs, and documentaries, including growing garlic in sewage. What kind of sewage? I don't want to know, because sewage is icky, no matter what kind it is. Yeah, but they use, they use sewage for... 
fertilizing farms all over the place. They use it here. Icky. Cow dung, pig dung. Icky. Still they icky. do it all the time. I don't care. It's still icky. Okay, well, just settle down. The senator also went into great detail about the different types of garlic that should be looked into. All grades of garlic, whole or separated into cloves, whether or not peeled, chilled, fresh, frozen, provisionally preserved, or packed in water or other neutral substance. Food safety. Do you know where your garlic's been? <laughs> I suppose if it's, if it's grown with enough, even the vampires won't care? No. No. Or is it werewolves? No. What is garlic? Garlic's vampires. Yeah, yeah garlic's vampires. A 52-year-old tourist was swimming in the Red Sea. That mean he was loaded with money? When he collided with a school of fish. He was not talking about his money. Not long after the incident, the man developed a swollen and droopy eyelid that wouldn't heal. A doctor's visit revealed he had an area of inflammation called a granuloma on his eyelid. And the patient underwent surgery to correct the issue. But a granuloma wasn't the only thing that doctors removed from the erstwhile swimmer's eyeball during the surgery. Of course it wasn't. Two tubular structures were also removed from the man's eyelid, according to a report published in the New England Journal of Medicine. A biologist was called in to examine these strange specimens. Sp specimens? Specimens? which turned out to be the jawbones of a half-beak, a fish that dwells in shallow coastal waters. The fish took a bite in, out of his eye. Well, tried to. The fish bones had immobilized the muscles controlling the man's eyelid, causing it to droop. Lucille's given the thumbs up. So Lucille has no thumbs. And I don't know what she's doing. Okay. So he did collide with a school of fish. You know, if you're going to collide with a school of fish, there are certain fish you wish to avoid. Ones that can leave their jawbones in your in your body yeah. are the ones. You know, shark would be bad. Piranha. Piranha. Although they don't attack people much. They're very skittish. Any middle school you want to stay away from. Yes. That's a school you they, just don't want to get run over. They're like what we think piranha. They will leave like. your jaw. Yeah. Home. Yeah. This is True Really News. Send email to TITR at netradio.network.